This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. <laughs> Episode 6, Deuce of Products Podcast. Uh, if you've tuned into every one of them, congratulations. You, and thank you. Thank you. Uh, you won absolutely nothing. We yeah. just want to say <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, uh, we're, today we are talking about cold air intakes. Cold air intakes. Uh, we're going to go over a couple basic questions that we tend to get a lot, some that you may have, some maybe you're not sure how to answer, how to ask. Uh, but basically, cold air intakes. Uh, then we've got our five-minute free talk at the end, which normally I put down what I'm going to talk about for today. He's winging it, just like me. I'm winging it. Tyler wings it every week. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to wing it this week. we got our Q&A afterwards, so... Uh, if you're typing your questions in during a live feed, totally fine. We're going to answer them at the we'll, end. We'll look up at them. And then after the Q&A, we do have a special announcement, so make sure you stay tuned to the very end. Uh, we're n- it's not clickbait. It's not a YouTube giveaway <laughs> or anything like that. It's just an actual special announcement <laughs> that you probably should hang around for. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of it. Yes. All right. That's my favorite term, meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. I like meat and potatoes. Yeah. The bread and, and butter. The bread and butter. <laughs> Anyhow, so colder intakes. Yes. Um... Let's try and break it down to basics, just in case anybody's watching. Maybe it's your first car, maybe it's your first diesel truck, whatever. What is the primary function of an intake on your truck, factory or not factory? What's the primary function of it? To clean the air before it enters the turbo, before it enters your engine. I mean, essentially, and try and get that air into that engine as fast as possible, as cool as possible, and as clean as possible. I mean, that's essentially what an air intake does. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty important piece Although it is, I mean, it's it's one of the we call it one of the big three intake tuner exhaust or like your three first mods you do on your diesel truck. Mm-hmm. Um, but an intake is kind of a, a pretty important one. I mean, it, it it, it's protecting your turbo system essentially. I mean, it, you have you have bad filtration, you are going to wipe out your turbocharger. I mean, it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so intakes are good. Uh, they're, they're a great upgrade to do. They're fairly cheap and fairly inexpensive. I mean, you're not going to... In the grand scheme of things, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to pay over 500 bucks for an intake. Not going to happen. Um, they're usually below, and they're right in that $300 range. But you can also gain quite a bit. I mean, yeah. when we're talking just 300 bucks, you can, I mean, 
We're talking, what, 15, 20, 25 horsepower with an intake, which, which is pretty substantial for, for 200, 300 bucks. Right. I believe, I read somewhere, it could have been in a magazine a long time ago, but uh, it takes usually at least, was that 15 to 20 horsepower to actually be able to feel it? Yeah. Yeah, like if you gain eight horsepower, it's like, eh, maybe someone with a trained butt dyno can yeah. feel it. Yeah. <laughs> But you you got to have at least like 15 or 20, like, oh, that's yeah. the difference. It's something you can actually notice on your truck, even though, and, and it, it's kind of, for anybody that's coming from like the gas side of things, of, of the industry, you know, an intake on a gas engine is like, eh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it may do a little bit, but on a diesel, it's something you can actually feel, you can actually notice. Um, and now, and we're not, don't get us wrong, we're not comparing it to a tuner. I mean, it's not going to be don't that, see. it's not going to be like that, but you can still get, you still get gains from it. And again, it is something that is pretty affordable, so. All right, so primary function of intake taken care of there. Um. Uh, the next question here, and I actually talked to a gentleman on the phone for a while about this yesterday. Because mm -hmm. um, again, we, we try to be as real as possible with you guys, and especially if you call them, we're trying to give you the, as yeah. the benefit of the doubt. We're not, you know, we're not here to, we're here to give you information. We're not here to sell things that you don't need. Yeah, we, we always tell people we're, we're, we're not salesmen. We're enthusiasts, just like you guys are. So we're not gonna, we're not, you know, going to try to just push you into a part just to get you into that part. We're going to try to... Because it's more expensive. Exactly. We're just going to get you into what fits your goals the best. And so um, what we, we were talking about, um, and specifically it was he, he was starting to build a six-liter, um, looking for the basics to take care of after we talked about the normal bulletproofing stuff and mm -hmm. all those other kind of things. Um, his power goals. As he mentioned that, you know, I, you know, one of the guys here that builds six-liters where I'm from, he said that the stock intake is good enough for what I have going on right now. And... On a lot of trucks, honestly, the, I mean, the, this is not shooting ourselves in the foot here, but if your goal is literally to run a single, like just like never do anything in the truck and you don't want to like maybe a very, very minor power modification, will that stock intake do what you need to do? Yeah. Most likely, yes. But where, and what I was trying to make sure that I explained to him, where it's going to count the most is when you really need it the most. Yes. So that stock intake, is it going to like choke your truck down to where you can't drive it every day? No, no. absolutely not. No. It's going to be fine. But where is it going to benefit you the most? When you're pulling that trailer up a hill, yep. you need all the airflow you can get. When your EGTs are flying through the roof, you need to have better air, airflow control. That's when it's going to benefit you the most. Yep. So when you really need it, that's where it's going to be there. Yep. Um, I relate that back to when I had the stock intake on my excursion with a 38R mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. And with a new high flow filter, my air meter, and that was with stock injectors. My airflow meter, after two pulls out on the street, read like 80 or 85% full, meaning I was basically trying to suck <laughs> a drop-in filter through, through the high intake yeah. into, into my turbo. So it's, yes, they can definitely yeah. help you. Are you shooting yourself in the foot by not doing one? Not necessarily, but you are leaving performance and power on the table. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, when, you, when guys start tuning these trucks, you're starting to demand, you know, more fuel output, longer, you know, different timing, more duration, right? So if you're expecting the stock intake to still give you all that air that you need along with what the tuner is trying to make the engine do, like, you, you, you got to upgrade that. I mean, it's yeah. something that the, the, there, there is restrictions on the factory air intake. And it's not that it's, like, an issue with the factory air intake. It's just the factory didn't anticipate someone putting a tuner on the truck and tuning it. So, yeah. um, you know, once you start doing those things, you want to free up some air. A diesel engine just wants to breathe. you got to free up airflow. Next thing we're going to talk about is, and we kind of touched it already, but uh, like, why is this the first thing that people recommend? Yeah. And in, in my eyes, I think it's a great option because 
99% of the folks out there can probably install it themselves. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. very simple. Almost every in, or, uh, intake company is going to have instructions on there. Yep. Um, it's going to come with all the hardware you need. I don't think I've ever had an intake that's like, source your own bracket. Right. Or, like <laughs> or it's, a, it's a DIY. Or, or recommended installed by a tech. I yeah. mean, intakes are sold under the impression that you're going to install them yourself. So mm -hmm. they have awesome, every single, I mean, every brand that we sell is going to have awesome instructions. They're going to walk you through the process. Mm -hmm. And Honestly, most everybody has the tools. It's usually just basic hand tools, nothing too, yeah. uh, nothing too in depth for for doing the installation. So, and the, and why it's a good first one, um, and we're gonna actually, I want to talk about this yes. now because I think it's a really good one. Why it's a good one? Well, let's say you buy a brand new truck, or maybe it's an older truck, but for this instance, we're gonna call it a brand new truck or something that has a warranty, mm. and <laughs> you're ready to kind of like, okay, this stock one, you know, this this truck stock is okay, but maybe I want to get a little more sound out of it. Yeah. Maybe I want to get a little bit better performance out of it. Maybe I just, I'm ready to start tinkering with it, but that warranty is important to me. I want to yes. keep that. And companies like S&B Colder Intakes, they actually, I'm going to have Tyler actually read yeah. it before we get far, too far into it. So this is pretty cool because I actually didn't even know this. And I, I've, I've been doing this for, for quite a while. And uh, we just, earlier today, we were talking about, you know, what we're going to talk about today. And I, I went on S&B's website and just kind of looked through some things. And I found S&B, so this is on S&B's, this is right off of their Q&A, right off their website. It says, <clears throat> installing an S&B intake kit or filter will not void your vehicle's warranty as long as you have properly installed and maintain your intake filter. And then another little paragraph here, it says, it is illegal for a dealership to void your warranty based solely on the fact that you have installed an aftermarket product. Your rights are protected by the Consumer Product Warranties Law, often referred to as the Magnuson Moss Warranty Act, if no one's heard of that. It's basically an act to protect you, the consumer, from dealers with warranties and aftermarket products. So um, <clears throat> they also, this is, this is the really cool part that I didn't know that SMB would even do. And, 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 and just so you guys know, SMB is, I think we checked, we checked all the other manufacturers that we carry. They're, one of the, they're the only ones that, that mention this, which is awesome. If there are other um, manufacturers that do do this, it's... it's please it's, let us know. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's so hidden on your website. Yeah, we can't find it. And this is no like, way a consumer can find it. <laughs> so this is, this is right from SMB. If a dealer threatens to void your warranty, SMB will step in to assist you. They will literally help you. SMB, here you go. SMB commits that our customers will not be charged for repair due to the manufacturer denying their warranty claim because of the presence of an SMB intake or OE replacement filter. We warrant that using SMB intake kit or OE filter will not result in the denial of your vehicle's warranty. Holy crap, that's wow. huge. That's huge. Yeah. And they don't even, they don't sponsor this video. No. no. <laughs> we just found that today. And, yeah. And, I mean, SMB tends to be our favorite intake of choice. However, if, that's pretty awesome. I mean, it, 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 that is. I mean, uh, it, and that is, it, it goes back, that is the, one of the biggest worries for people with all these new trucks. These new trucks are, I mean, they're incredibly nice. And people want to keep their warranties. And I don't blame them because they're, they're stupid expensive. So yeah. the, the fact that SMB is committed to making sure that if you install their product, they will make sure you still have your warranty. And that's all obviously assuming that you're maintaining the filter. They're not going to warranty the kit if you never change your, fil never change your filter or you never clean it. Yeah. I mean, that's just neglect, and they're not going to warranty that. Nobody would warranty and chances that. Chances are so. you probably don't change your oil yeah. and never balance your tires either. So. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, they probably saw you coming from a mile away. So, or your truck got towed in. Yeah, good on you, S&B. That's, that's, that's awesome. Any of those other intake manufacturers out there that are listening to us today, if you do do the same thing, let us know. We will, we will, we will make sure that we put that on the website for the end user to make sure that they know yeah, uh, that's prior awesome. to purchasing. So. What's the uh, uh, Tommy Boy? 
Yeah. Got to be on the box. On the box. On the the warranty box. has to be on the box. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel warm. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next I'm going to talk about, we kind of touched on already a little bit, what will I gain from my intake? A colder intake on the truck. Mm -hmm. You are going to get a bit more noise out of it. Yep. Is it going to sound like a straight pipe 5.9 rolling yeah. down the free No, it's not. But we hear it go... Yeah, you're going to hear a little bit more. Now, everybody compares... Well, not everybody compares it, but... Six liter guys, they're just notoriously loud regardless. So, <laughs> yeah, you're, other we've get, I've I've had the call of will, will this make you know will this make my truck sound like this? Well, well, not necessarily. You, you are going to hear it a little bit more, but it's not going to be something that's just going to be like, wow. <laughs> and, and when you take off your stock intake, especially on uh, GM trucks, you'll notice this the most, but they have a lot of these boxes, like a hole and then like a box, a resonator box will stick out of it, mm -hmm. and it just, it just it doesn't have anything in it. They only have that one that like, goes all the way to the front, it's yeah. like that long. It's just it's like... there to help keep things quiet, that's all it does. It's, yeah. That box is there to cut down resonance to keep things quiet. And who doesn't want to hear turbo? Like, I mean, come if on. If you don't want to hear turbo, turn <laughs> off the Turn podcast, off, right? Now, go, go home. Get out of here. Don't even talk to me. <laughs> Uh, next thing on here, um, this is a good one. Uh, by putting an intake on my truck, do I have to tune it? No. No. Not at all. You can put an intake on a truck without tuning it and see an increase. Yeah. You can tune your truck without an intake, see an increase. Mm -hmm. But when you do your intake and tune your truck... Get some magic. homogenization going on there and some <laughs> magic. Yeah. So it, what we call it. <laughs> doing things together is always a good option, yeah. but uh, it's a great first option or first thing to do with your truck. No, you don't have to tune it. No. No. Yeah. Uh, will this void my warranty? Just talked about that yeah, right there. 99% of the time, I'm going to say no, it's not going to void your warranty unless your buddy Jim makes it a PVC pipe yeah. and a hole saw or something like that. <laughs> and goes to Napa and buys yeah. the biggest filter he can find off a semi-truck or yeah. something like that. The old 667 mod. <laughs> yeah. No offense to you Jims out there. Um, let's see. Uh, here's a good one for all of you emissions guys. Will this pass smog? Now, this certain, is yes certain, and no. Yes, that's a uh -huh. yes and no answer. California is a little different because uh -huh. if it's not, if it, it, it could like on a machine pass, but if it don't have that little fancy little sticker little somewhere, sticker. It, sticker. It, it, you're, you're screwed. So uh, the nice thing that we do on our website is if it's carbon approved, if it's California compliant, we put the, you'll see a little logo right below the uh, image of the, of the intake and you'll also see the carb EO number right there. So that way, you guys in California, you guys know that that intake, we can ship it to you, you can install it, you, can, uh, uh, you won't have any problems uh, doing, going through an emissions test. But, um, and there are some that are not carbon-proof. There's some that are not are carbon-proof. That doesn't mean that they are, like, are like I don't know, off-road. It's just yeah. carb testing is extremely expensive. It's extremely expensive. And it's long. It it's, takes a while. Yeah, that's why um, sometimes, uh, uh, just, I mean, we're familiar with, like, SMB line or maybe even banks, too. Like when the 17 or 18 Power Strokes came out, yeah. and both of them are California-based companies, but we couldn't ship them into California because their yeah. EO numbers hadn't been uh, just officialized. Yeah, yeah, whatever. They hadn't <laughs> got the check-off mark yet, yeah. so people were calling in like, oh, I know all SMB stuff and, and bank stuff is all carb you know, appropriate. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and send it to me. I'm like, I can't. I mean, it doesn't have the sticker yet. I have the sticker. And then so. you know, two months later, it has the sticker. Um, so. But if you're, if you're going through the website, all of our items that we cannot ship to California has a little... Circle the slash through with a stab box and the California state on there. So We're sorry for you guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, here's a decent one here. Uh, what power level do I have to have an intake? None, really. None? I mean, I, I, well, I beg to differ. I'd say... 
Um, I'd say once you start actually wanting to get more than just an economy tune on the truck. Okay. Yeah. I'd say once you start going to, I want better performance while using my truck. I yeah. want better towing performance. I want better uh, stoplight to stoplight. Mileage. I mean, mileage. mileage is mileage is the one that we get questions on all the time. And honestly, we should probably have a whole episode just on mileage. Um, but you know, intakes do help with mileage. Mm -hmm. It's it's going to be probably less than one. It's going to help. But when you start adding everything else up that you're trying to do, um, all those things add up, and you can you can actually gain. You know, a decent amount with with just airflow enhancing stuff. So, yeah. got to get her in, get her out. Uh, let's see here, oiled and dry filter. All right, I actually <laughs> I, I printed out something else uh, on that I found on SMB's website because we get this question all the time, uh, especially there's with the cleanable filters. There's, there's a lot of I would say hearsay, or yeah. there's a lot of diehard yeah. like I yeah. would never put an oil filter <laughs> on my truck. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, specifically to the SMB stuff, we get guys asking, do I have to use their cleaning kit? Do I have to? Well, um, yes. <laughs> I, guess I would. I, I would. I've, I've used uh, um, AFE cleaning kits. I've used K&N cleaning yeah. kits. I've used Air Aid cleaning yeah. kits on all, like, all previous trucks I've had and everything. And once I got an SMB intake and used their kit, and you're probably yeah. going to touch on this, yeah. they, they, they get down with the science. They, they do. They do. Because there, there is a science to it. You can easily over-oil a filter. So they, they, there are three reasons on why you should use theirs. Is one, our cleaning solution has been designed specifically for their filters. Okay. Um, again, I don't know how much differences there are with cleaning stuff out there, um, but when, when we're, these guys do a lot of diesel specific testing, they have a lot of, uh, they do a lot of R&D in this stuff, so you got to kind of, you know, listen to them when they say, hey, use our oil. Yeah. <laughs> um, second thing they say is their oil kit uh, allows you to properly oil the filter with the, um, the proper amount of oil, because you can to easily, the to the gram, it, I'm, I'm not kidding, they yeah. will make sure that that, uh, that you will oil that kit properly uh, with, their, with, their, uh, with all the components that come in there. Uh, then the lastly is if you want their million mile warranty on their intake, you have to use their cleaning kit. Mm -hmm. And they are detectives and they will find out if you don't. <laughs> so. Now that being said, we'll give you your, your common sense disclaimer. Yeah. Uh, let's say your filter's caked up, you're leaving on a trip tomorrow and you're towing a trailer and you can tell that it's starting to eat itself alive and you have an old cane and cleaning kit hanging out in the garage and no one has an SMB kit around. Could you use it? In a, in a pinch? I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. would. I yeah. would be very careful with how much I owe it because there's not yeah. going to be, there's no specific thing on there. So you obviously got to make sure you're careful with that and you got to make sure it dries out enough. But I would rather have a filter that has been cleaned and properly maintained at least to my standards, maybe not mm -hmm. SMB standards, which we all should be going to SMB standards to be honest. Yeah. But I'm a normal guy. Uh, <laughs> Before I pull my trailer with a super dirty filter. Yeah, absolutely. I would rather have clean air, lose filter warranty than, yeah. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, just like the uh, dirty oil is better than no oil at all. Right. That's why oil filters have bypasses and all kinds of stuff. Uh, one other thing on the oiling, too. Um, we get this question every so often is, is my filter already oiled when I get it? Do I have to oil it? Yes. It is pre-oiled. like... I'm going to go back to SMB again just because it's our, it's our main, you know, cold air intake uh, manufacturer that we, that we carry on the website. But they literally have machines oil those filters so it has the perfect amount of oil. Mm -hmm. So it is ready to use right when you get it. Yeah. It comes plastic sealed. Ready to yes. rock. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, uh, let's kind of go back to the oil to dry filter. Um, for me personally, um, the question I get asked a lot, do I have to have an oil filter? Do I have to have a dry filter? Yeah. The times that I will say, 
yes, you need a dry filter. Is those people that live maybe on a dirt road, the truck is always in a really always dirty, dry, dirt. dusty environment. A lot of you oil field guys that sit there and drive around through the fields all day, like this truck doesn't see pavement ever. Yeah. Um, really, really dirty. Uh, if you're off-roading a lot, if this truck actually does see some race time or something mm -hmm. like that, I would go dry. And the yeah. reason behind that is not because the dry filters better or more than the oiled one does, is that in a really dirty environment, it won't clog up as fast. Yeah, and you can blow them out. You can blow out their paper filters or their, mm -hmm. their uh, disposable filters. Um, you can't do that with their clean wheel filters because it'll actually separate the, the cotton material. It'll mm -hmm. make the little... The holes where it, it'll give you a weak spot in there. Mm -hmm. So, and obviously, with blowing them out, you want to be, you know, you want to keep at least like six to eight inches away from the filter. You don't want to put your go from the inside out. out. <laughs> like you're not trying to shove more in through like, there. Like just use common sense with that. Yeah. Um, you know, air pressure, light air. Not well, I'm saying you can use some heavier air pressure, but just just stay away from it. Uh, but yeah, you can blow them out, uh, and that's that's and that kind of goes back to why guys in dusty areas or living on a dirt road would want it would want that filters because you'd be cleaning your filter every every yeah. freaking day <laughs> and then even at that point you can even add a filter wrap on there to yes help. like a lot of my friends when we would you know living back in california go to pismo for the weekend mm -hmm. definitely get your filter wrap on there because that sand is going to get everywhere it's going to clog up your filter yes. so you get the filter wrap on it it's not going to decrease any performance but it'll keep all that debris off of there. You won't get any bugs stuck uh, in your filter yeah it'll, pre it. it'll kind of pre-filter those bigger those bigger contaminants so uh, how often do I need to clean my filter? Uh, I would say for oiled filters, uh, as needed, visual inspection. Yep. Um, if you, uh, if by the time you're starting to see decreased performance and like low boost numbers or high EGTs, or high EGTs, it, you're, I wouldn't say you're past the point of cleaning it, but you should have already cleaned it. Like yeah. If you get to that point, <laughs> to where it's affecting, where it's affecting the performance <laughs> of the vehicle. Like, whoa, you, man. You, a, clean it, and B, make sure that you didn't ruin the filter. And C, don't do it again. And don't do it again. Okay. <laughs> don't do it again. Um, next one here, and this goes back to the oiled or dry debate. Mm -hmm. uh, do oil? Or, uh, I, my, my tech told me oil yeah. filter is going to blow my truck up. Uh, uh, no, no, it's not. Uh, uh, stupidity blew your truck up if yeah. it was with your filter. Yeah. So when you do clean your filter, and it's outlined in instructions when you get it, is that you have to let the oil, or once you put the oil in the filter, you need to let it dry. Yeah. That's why I would even have an extra paper filter because I would let mine dry overnight. Yeah. Okay. And the last thing I want to do, especially. Uh, think about like gas engine trucks that have a, a mass airflow sensor mm -hmm. right there next to the filter. Oh, yeah. You start Things sucking in oil through there and it fouls your sensor and now you're into it another 120 yeah. bucks. Um, so that comes down to making sure that your oiled filter is dry before you put it back in and not over-oiling it, which if you're getting a proper intake, the company and their instructions for cleaning will tell you how much oil to use. Yeah. It shouldn't be dripping with oil by any yeah. means. It shouldn't be sopping wet when you're done with it. Yeah. So. Um, let's see. A sealed or open Ooh. cold air intake. We get this all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm both on the answer. I don't know what positive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sealed intake. Sealed. Um, I like, uh, for me personally, uh, I, it made a big difference on uh, my, um, my excursion with the 7.3 in it um, because the battery tray is actually incorporated into, and especially on my old body style truck, the battery tray is incorporated into the intake yeah. to the tune of like, and all the OBS guys can chime in here, <laughs> but it has a little, a little, channel that actually you shove in it pulls in from over the battery yeah, uh, yeah. Into, from the front grill and once you do actually have a proper intake on there it utilizes an open area that pulls from the fender so now i've got mm. air coming in from the grill front and inside. coming in from the fender um and it's people are like oh i want more noise out of my truck it's loud yeah it, and, you know it's sucking it's there and i mean 
with a, a sealed or an open box, there is a there's a big difference in temperature of the air that gets into your engine, and Ooh. and that's a huge that's a huge thing. I know we, we just yeah. watched a video from our our good friend Gail Banks, friend, Mr. Gail Banks, Mr. Gail freaking Banks. <laughs> he actually did a really awesome video on yeah. how much. Uh, how much temperature actually plays a role in overall horsepower that that engine is creating. Um, so when you have an open box, you obviously can, if you don't have, and some of them do kind of try to seal on the hood. They don't. That good. Nice try. <laughs> we love the idea. But yeah. um, when you have an open box, you're pulling, whether you like it or not, you're pulling some of that hot engine air in. And hot engine air is not what you want. You want to have cold, dense air. Colder the air, the more dense it is, the more you can pack in. And, that, and the more power you can make. Because again, back to that whole idea on a diesel engine, you just want it wants to suck air in and get it out. Um, so temperature is huge. So that's why a sealed intake that has a nice uh, lid on it and is only pulling through those you know, fender locations or under the truck to where that actual cold air is, is going to be way more beneficial than an open box. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think even uh, Gail did a good... Uh, in, or, uh, video on that he called it the uh, hot air intake mm -hmm. and i think uh was it michael finnegan finnegan from yeah. from uh, roadkill he has yeah. his own channel finnegan's garage mm -hmm. and he actually did a test between an open filter element in his lly i think is an lly uh tow rig and um actually found that and you'll get guys that argue say well the only time it really affects it is if you're not moving yeah. Nah, that's not true. Yeah, um, it, it's actually affected extremely more when you're not moving because you are literally sucking in your engine's heat, um, and once you st you're basically at a decrease in power until you are moving enough until you start moving air inside the engine bay. Yeah, and when do you need your power the most, especially while you're towing, from you know from dead stop to like 50 miles an hour? Yeah, that's when you like that's when <coughs> you need that power. Yeah, and if, if you're sucking in air that's freaking like 180 degrees. <laughs> 200 degrees, you're, you're losing not power. helping yourself You're at losing all. power. Um, and, and so that kind of brings this, the, the sealed box kind of brings up usually this other question, which is, well, if that box is sealed and my factory air box is sealed, what's the difference? Like, what, what, you know, they're both sealed boxes. Take your filter out and look at it. Yes, surface area. So when you take, a, you take your square filter out, whatever, if you kind of GM some of them around yeah, and yeah, weird. And, anyways, if you take it out and if you were to flatten it out, right, and you take like an, a, a, a filter out of like an S&B that's a cone filter, well, the, their cone filters usually are, you know, they've got surface area here and then they even have like a, you know, it's a, I don't know what you, inverted an, an inverted top, right? <laughs> so, kind of, so if you were to take that filter material and kind of spread all that out, you will see that those cone filters, there's more filter area to where that is. You, you, you know, there's more area where it's utilizing to pull that air in from. So that's going to be the biggest uh, benefit from a stock air intake. And also just freeing up airflow from the tube, from the box, from uh, where they're pulling the they air from as well. Smoother bends coming Smoother around. Smoother bends, yep. Not, no there's no baffling, yeah, corrugated no crap. So. And that actually comes down to, uh, when we're talking about filter size, um, the gentleman I was talking to the 6 liter, uh, wondering if his stock intake will hold up. And when we answer the question, when you need it most is when that stock intake system is going to fall short. Yeah. Filter media size. That's yeah. it. When's that going to make a big play for you? Right off the line. Yeah. And when you need it most, when you're at the top end of your power band, you need it while you're towing, you need that yeah. extra airflow. That's where it's going to start falling short. Yep. Um, we can talk about this one. Difference yeah. in price. There is, you'll find intakes <laughs> out there that are $99. Yeah. And you'll find intakes that are... 350 450 yeah 450 like over yeah 400. it does come down to 
and this is the same, obviously, if you've been an adult for a while, or even maybe you just know how things work. You get what you pay for in a lot of instances. Yeah, you, you, um, you really do. When you look at a $99 intake compared to, let's say, 350 to $400 range intake, you can tell there's going to be a difference. Yeah. And different companies do things different ways. Um, company, if you really like having a single company that gives you a lot of options for the intakes for your truck, AFE. Yeah. They make like five different intakes per vehicle, per engine, yeah. <laughs> and they have like three different filter medias yeah. per, per intake, per filter, per engine. Like so, if you want to make sure that you're getting exactly <clears throat> what you want out of, you know, AFE. Yeah. Nice work. I've yeah, run AFE break on my truck yeah, before. I mean, they were great. Um, and then other companies take um, a different, slightly different approach. Uh, Banks does this, SMB does this, um, but they'll, they'll make one colder intake for that year of engine, for that year of truck, with mm. an oiled filter or a dry filter. Yep. They'll put a ton of research into it, and it might, be, it might not be first to market, but it will be there. It'll, it'll be a very high quality intake. It'll be very well put together. The instructions will be perfect. Yes. There'll be color pictures on the instructions. Yes. There'll be notes on the instructions where it says, you know, make sure you don't drop this because everybody drops a bolt at this time. Yeah. And I don't read instructions <laughs> and I drop the bolt. So yeah. like, I'm that guy. So, and, and then they, instead of having, you know, one that's 99 and one's 450, they'll say, okay, 300 bucks. Yeah. Just call it good. That's it, I 300 mean. bucks. We only make one and it's 300 bucks. It's like the, what was that, uh, old Ford Model T's. You can have any color you want as long as it's black. As long as it's black. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, why is there such a difference in price? That's why. Uh, you yeah. definitely do get what you pay for. I'd say if you're looking for an intake, shoot for that. I would say like 300 to 350 price range would be that, that's yeah. going to get you a quality intake. That's going to get you yeah. something that's not like a steel tube with little chintzy L brackets holding things up, mm -hmm. and just just stay away from that kind of stuff. Uh, snorkel or scoop? Okay, so we are an AEV dealer. So if it's you guys American haven't seen Expedition vehicles, yeah, if you haven't guys haven't seen the AEV stuff, they built some pretty sweet stuff for like the fourth gen Rams. Um, <clears throat> they do a they do they do a what they call a raised air intake. They don't even call it a snorkel. <laughs> they call it a raised air intake. Um, but we get questions too on guys that are you know we want to I want a snorkel. It's like well okay you can get if you want one for the looks just tell us yeah. we'll get you into a snorkel. That's fine. We won't, judge. <laughs> we won't judge you. But if you're gonna if you are serious about doing some water forging, um, you probably want to rethink some other aspects of the truck before you do that. <laughs> other than the air intake. PCM location. Yeah. <laughs> like on a Cummins. <laughs> like, like the, oh, it's uh, so funny because we have... Tangent. Like, <laughs> tangent. Yeah. So on a Cummins, right, you've got this nice raised air intake and it looks super cool. It looks like it fits the truck. You're like, God, I could take that. I could take that thing through a river. Okay, the ECM location on a Cummins is like bottom of the block, driver's side. <laughs> like, I would say probably... Level with maybe like the top of your rim or the top of your tire, maybe. I'd say like like I don't know. foot pedal <laughs> like, location. Like, like so, like your, yeah. your throttle pedal cable yeah. goes straight out your cab yeah. and into the PCM. So you've got other things to worry about if you're gonna try to try to go through some water. So yeah. and not saying that the PCMs aren't watertight or anything like that. There's sure a difference they, between you know it's raining and I'm yeah. driving my truck, or it's snowing and I'm driving my truck, <laughs> right. and submerging, submerging your truck in, in feet <laughs> of water. Yeah. yeah. Um, that and then uh, the next thing there is a scoop. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple. Well, AFE, SMB, and Banks. I believe. offer some sort of scoop. They offer some of them offer under the grill scoops, and some of them will offer um, under the bumper. Under the bumper, or they'll even offer one that's like it enhances the stock one to pull yeah. from the grill. Do you know what was a cool one for a while that hmm. we didn't really sell a lot of that I thought was really awesome. Hmm. Uh, a BD made it, and it was for the six four Ford, and they took that emblem on the passenger side and made that the air intake. Like you're pulling. Have you, did you, did you ever see ass. that? Did you ever yeah. see those? I never saw it. If anybody, you know. 
Maybe if you have it, send us a pick. <laughs> they were, I thought they were cool. I think it actually Bring won like a, I think it actually won like a SEMO award. That's pretty. Um, but they took that. You took your your. This is another tangent. You took your emblem off the side of the your fender, and that was your that was like an extra scoop. That's like that big. Yeah, yeah it's, it's giant. Yeah. So, all right. Back so scoops. Um, I would say, and and again, I'll tell this to customers. Uh, SMB, if you're listening, yeah. I love you guys. But yeah. the scoop that goes underneath the grill, like underneath your valance, or valance, 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 valance plastic piece. Plastic piece. <laughs> so, so it pulls underneath, way underneath the front of the truck. Uh, in, in On paper, awesome. Yeah. Anytime you can pull more air in, you're going to have a better time. Anytime you can pull air in that maybe, you know, if it's facing forward and you're doing 80 miles an hour, you're basically yeah. ramming that air in. That's great. Yeah. Uh, in actuality, um, there's a lot of crap on the road. Yeah. Uh, there's dirt. There's uh, If you live in anywhere where it snows. The thing is literally a freaking snowplow. Well, yeah, I was going to say, too, they did, so SMB did kind of work on ways to get around that. There is on, like, a, the back of their scoop, there is, like, a, well, they have, like, a snow protection like kit or something. There's, like, a yeah. pastor there, and I think they even have, is it, like, a filter a wrap or something or a stopper it. for it? So they yeah. kind of have addressed that, but um, we kind of only recommend those guys for, or recommend those to guys kind of in, like, you know, California, Arizona. If you're yeah, a hotshot yeah. driver and this truck drives yeah. 350,000 miles a year on the road and yeah. you're pulling, sure, that's a great idea. Yeah, um, and they look cool. They do look cool. They do look cool. You get more noise out of it. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> um, but that, that would be, again, it's usually like a $115, $109 add-on. Yeah. When someone would ask me, I'd be like, you know what? Reinvest that money somewhere else in yeah. the truck. You know, instead of buying you know, exhaust that's $400, buy the $500 one. Yeah. Or, you know, get that you know nicer set of tires or something like that. Right. Um, Last port there. You get what you pay for. We talked about that already. Yeah. Uh, you get what you pay for. I'll say it again. You get what you pay for, Tyler. You get what you pay for. It's pretty much science at this point. <laughs> so we're going to come to our five-minute free talk. But and then we have our special announcement afterwards, after yep. Q&A. Um, five-minute free talk. Uh, you're always TBD, so mm-hmm. this is new for me. You go first. Oh. <laughs> so my free talk, guess what, guys? Bourbon's got a new window. All right? So I've been doing... How long has I, it been? <laughs> it's been like two and a half, three weeks. And what happened last week? So, uh, well, it rained. <laughs> I looked like, uh, well, I didn't look like. The bourbon in the parking lot looked like a bum was living in it because I had a towel covering my, my hole in my window there. But I, know, I don't know if you guys uh, even care about my, my little build I'm doing, my little project, but <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyways because guess what? <laughs> I'm having fun. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a 88.62 Banks turbo kit on it. <clears throat> and, still waiting uh, for that call, Banks. Still waiting for that call, man. I look, and I found out today that I'm 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 about four to five. I would say maybe maybe four. I'm just gonna say four because I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get you know too excited here. Four psi under boost uh, on what that system actually can produce. This is the best part. What's it supposed <laughs> to make? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> so normally you're like, oh, I'm four to five pounds low. Yeah. It's like, oh, so I'm making 30, I'm making 25. Got, got, <laughs> got to be careful after 10. You got after that. 10. You got issues after <laughs> after 10 psi. <laughs> oh my god, guys. Uh, it's okay. I I I'm having fun with it. But anyways, I I, I you know I'm. I was actually joking with my wife because I told her I was, I'm going to restore this thing. I'm going to sell it for $20,000 when it's all done, which would be restored in like maybe, I don't know, 10 years. It might be a relic at that point. Who knows? But I could, I, I could see that happening. Yeah. Right? Especially with your attention to detail and stuff. And like, yeah. The, Tyler's the only person that's actually flipped boats for money and make money on it. <laughs> uh, I think yeah. it's great. I, you know, I don't know. But we got window. So, so 
when I got it, it, it had a window. I broke it. Um, you have to look, you have to go back and listen. I think that was episode. Was that one or two? Uh, Might have been one or two. You have to just listen two, yeah. to them all. Anyway, so uh, Windows. Uh, so I, well, okay, let's back up. So when I got it, uh, door didn't close. Uh, power windows didn't work. Power door locks didn't work, and um, it leaked coolant. The coolant leak fixed itself. Love that. Uh, windows work. Door locks work. And now I got my new, win- my, my new window. I feel like a million bucks. I don't know. I'm That's ready to nice. move. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there you Meanwhile, go. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'm going to go off the trousers here. Yeah. I'm not good at free talking without... The free talk is turning into like the bourbon... The bourbon The bourbon blurb. Oh, God. So uh, as, if you guys know, um, I now drive a 2003 Suburban... Uh, gas engine. <coughs> it's a gasser. Yeah, I know. Uh, again, I, guys, uh, questions. We will answer your questions actually yeah. right after this. But my uh, super awesome 2003 Suburban, it's a 1500. Oh, I got my rant here. Okay. <laughs> so whenever anybody talks about comparing a Suburban to an excursion, after driving Ooh, a Suburban. Oh, yes, that's a good one. Um, after coming from never having a Suburban, but going to an excursion and coming down to a Suburban. No, it says a down. Yeah, down. 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 Um, people say, oh, suburban excursions. It's huge. It's Suburbans are huge. Yeah, that's it. No. <laughs> no. Uh, excursions you know, are huge. Oh, I could fit all the same people. Um, they might be able to get into the car. Yeah. They're not going to fit. Yeah. Um, oh, I can make the, get the same kind of mileage. Absolutely not. No. My, my Suburban right now gets like 13 miles a gallon, no matter how nice you drive no. it. My excursion, you could beat the crap out of it like you're erasing everybody every light, and you got 15. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. And it was on 37s. Yeah. This thing is on like 32 and a half inch like skinny tires. Um, or you can pull the same thing. Absolutely not. If you think yeah. you can pull the same with a Suburban, especially a 5.3 compared to a compared to Excursion, you can just yeah. get it out. Yeah. Um, if you want a big SUV, just go to the Excursion. Go, yeah. yeah. If seriously. you're toying with the fact you know you got four kids, three kids, all their friends, you want to tow something, don't even get a Suburban. Yeah. Um, can't even get it with a diesel. You can't, and you can't even get well, it with a diesel. Well, you can, but you got to get mine. you got to do it yourself. Yeah, or get it <laughs> um, and, and, and on the inside, it just, it's not as big. It's yeah. based on a 1500 chassis. Yeah. If I wanted an F-150 that had a, you know, go get an Expedition. It's basically yeah. the same thing. But now I'm in this Suburban, and I can, like, reach my door panel. Yeah. I had to, like, undo my seatbelt <laughs> just to touch my door in the excursion. There's it a, was, and I didn't even realize there was that big of a difference. I, was, I thought I had this boat until Ben was like, no, you don't have a boat. No, I had a boat. I had a boat. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's so much room for activities in there. Yeah. Or, uh, suburban, not so much. Not so much. So uh, we're going to bust into some Q&A real quick here. Um, if you stay tuned this long, your questions are going to get answered right now. And I appreciate yes. you guys watching. Uh, Tony, going to murder your last name. not even going to say it. <laughs> says, uh, Rudy's intake and oil filter on my 1567 uh, tuned and deleted with PPEI good enough. Uh, not sure if that's a Ram or a Cummins six seven. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna say Power Stroke. You look at like Power Stroke kind of guy. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Rudy's I'm not familiar with their intake. Uh, as long Neither as it's I. sealed and you're taking care of the filter properly, I'd say go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Lars uh, says inexpensive and really easy. Yes. Probably, probably yeah. to a response to what we were talking about there. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, Banks uh, Ram Air Cummins six seven throw any codes or void any warranty. No. 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 They design these intakes for stock trucks. So yeah. when they're when they're building these things, they take a stock truck, they bring it into their facility, they make the intake, they they make sure it's not going to cause any problems as far as check engine light or any drivability or anything like that. So all that stuff is uh, all all worked out for you. 
The, the more I like watch Gail Banks and stuff, and whoever's doing Gail Banks and social media stuff, I really appreciate you guys putting out more videos because yeah. people need to hear need to hear what that guy says because he's a freaking genius. He is a genius. And uh, in his in his uh, hot intake video, yeah. what was the word he said? Like, was, he might have said like malarkey or yeah, says, like <laughs> bull fooey or something, yeah. which is the equivalent of Gail <laughs> Banks saying like. F this, F this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like a good old guy. Yeah. Oh my God, I was, we were dying. Yeah, it was good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, SMB, one of the best intake systems I've ever used, seen yeah. and used. I agree, yeah. Yeah, Sean, what intake you recommend for 7.3? Check out SMB, man. Yeah. SMB stuff's awesome. It's uh, whether it's price. an old, old body style or super duty, yep. uh, it comes with a new battery tray, which makes things really nice. Saving money and open element under the hood and buying a better intercooler. Hmm. Okay. Well, so buying a better intercooler, you're still relying on that turbo to pull that air in, compress it, and fill that intercooler. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so a cold air intake still, I would say, is necessary because you're, that's the first step of that process. That's where the air is hitting first, and that's what that turbo is relying on to pull in as much air as possible so it can fill that intercooler. I beg to differ on one specific model. Okay. Uh, what did I, what I say? Old body style 7.3 trucks. Yeah. Those did not come with an intercooler. If you are sacrificing... Your seal. Oh, is it an old body it style? Is that what you said? Oh. It doesn't say, oh, but that's okay. what I'm, I'm calling it. Wait, Kevin Calloway. No, I don't know who you are. Okay. <laughs> uh, if I do, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if, if it's an old body style truck, Ford 7.3, didn't mm -hmm. have any cooler from the get go. Yeah. If, the, if you were to sacrifice a sealed intake for an open air element intake or a hot inter intake, as Gail Banks would say, but you were able to add an intercooler in, yeah. go for it. Yeah, you're ahead. Every time that truck was in your cool from the factory, do it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Dustin's answering that. some questions there yeah, too. Cool. Okay. Dustin recommends an SMB. Right on. And he puts the link. And he puts the link. <laughs> Dustin, again, one yes. of our sales guys working downstairs. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, let's see. Corey Wright, just to make sure that when you do intake, do a tuning exhaust. Get more air in, get more air out. Boom. Excellent. That's the premise. I mean, diesel engine just wants to breathe. Uh, I would say anything over 500 horsepower, get a colder intake. I'd say it's yeah. a pretty good rule of thumb right there. I would say too. But you know what? You guys must stock trucks. Get an air, get an air intake, man. You don't to have to have anything else done. You can throw an air intake on a completely stock truck and be totally fine. I've never had a truck long enough to clean one. Just yeah. buy a new truck. Kelly Dunham. That's kind of expensive. Oh, really? <laughs> Mr. Moneybag Kelly yeah. Dunham. All right. Let's <laughs> uh, see. Chris here. Thanks for the great info. At what point do you need a cold air filter? When do you exceed the airflow of a stock box? 2018 Ram. The stock box in 18, that's got the active air system Active air, on. little. Um, I would say on a stock box, if you're trying to budget everything out in timeline-wise, um, man, I think I would still do it in the beginning. I would, you know, tuning. Yeah. If you could get away with, I would, the first thing I would do on that truck, if you're not worried about warranty, tuning. Yes. Tuning that truck, even with a stock intake, stock exhaust, everything like that, tuning's going to make a world of difference. And that's going to give you the most for your money, as far as power. Yeah. As far as going past that and making sure you're not leaving any power and economy on the table, the intake is probably going to be a close second. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's see. Uh, Corey Wright talking again. Oh, Corey, it's from last week. What's yeah. up, Corey? Answering some of our questions out there. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Answering our questions. Damn, Corey. Wow, man, you're on it. Let's see here. Tyler King. I have an 1167 with an SCT GTX tuner. How do I read EGTs? On the early 6.7 power strokes, I don't think you can read EGTs from the factory PCM. 
I don't think you can either. I, and, well, but no, with the GTX, so that's SET's one of their newer platforms. Touch and screen. I know, and I know there's not a lot of PIDs that they have released for that yet. And I don't know if that's going to be an update later down the road. Um, and they don't have any add sensors you can add in there. They don't have anything you can add on there. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't want to refer you out of that product as far as for reading EGTs, but I, I don't believe it's available yet for that. I don't think GTX it is platform. a relatively new product, and you might just have to wait. You might just have to wait. Um, you can always do an analog gauge on there. I know you have a touchscreen. You may not want to mix with analog. Like you could always do that for the time being. Yeah. Um, if you go through your vehicle PIDs, there should be something in there. It might say uh, even EGT1 or EGT2 on there because I think the 6.7s with the emissions intact had a pre and post EGT probe on there. Yeah. Um, so look for those. Pretty much anything you see on there that responds to your throttle and I'd say under hard acceleration could be close to 1,000. Yeah. That's probably your EGT sensor. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, also, uh, let's see. Oh, my dad was watching. Hi, dad. Got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Melanson, Washington. Cody Anderson. What's up, guys? Uh, let's see here. Corey Wright, again, aftermarket only in the new Fords. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that actually wraps up the Q&A here. Uh, if you guys are watching this and it's not live, you can still post your questions. I go through we'll and answer, answer all of them with links. Um, so all those responses are going to be from me, even though it says diesel power products. Um, we go through and answer all of them afterwards, and we keep up on those as much as we can. Um, we are going to be putting them on iTunes, I think one of my, one of my guys said, I want to say next week or the week after. Yeah. So subscribe. We will officially be Please a subscribe, please. Because right now we're calling ourselves a podcast, but we're just live videoing. Live videoing, so. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting there. Okay. Um, in, which mean, in which points you'll be able to basically subscribe and get updates and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, the last special announcement. You guys ready? Hope everybody's sitting down. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Labor Day is coming up, and you know what that means? We're having a Labor Day sale. Uh, Woohoo! If you're sale. watching this, the, normally this email only goes out to our VIP folks. Um, yeah. But if you're watching this, I'll consider you a VIP, even if you're not. Boom. You guys so get a little access here. Yeah, we've got uh, sales going on with AFE, Anarchy, BD, Bosch, Calibrated Power, Complete Performance, Diamond A Manufacturing, Duramax Tuner, Dynatrack, Dynalite Diesel, Fast Coolers for all you manual transmission guys. Uh, F-bomb diesel fuel additive, uh, fleece, flex light, gearhead tuning, one of my favorites for 7.3s, uh, GRP, industrial injection, ISPRO, Manton push rods, motor ops, nitro gears, milling fabrication, Oz tuning, pure performance suspension, or pure performance group suspension, you know they are, uh, ready lift, redhead steering gear, SoCal, uh, actually, if, if any of you still need a light bar mount, mount yeah. for your truck, rooftop mount, SoCal, was it SoCal Super Trucks? Yep. SoCal light bar mounts, 50% off. Yeah, that's huge. If you're like, still wanting a light bar in your truck and you want a quality bar or a mount, quality that's what mount. you need to do. Yeah. South Bend Clutches, Spintech Industries, uh, they do your manual walking hubs, Swamps Diesel, Synergy Suspension, Titan Fuel Tanks, and Yukon Gears. Holy crap, guys. Oh. If you were thinking about buying a part, now's the time. Well, now, not now. Not now. No, no, no. Wait. Sale goes yeah. live, uh, <laughs> I believe, tonight. 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 So, so all sales will go active. Uh, you don't have to put a special code in. You'll see the sale price in red. If you have any questions, we are on the phones all day tomorrow. Yes. Don't be worried that you have to click buy now and not know what you need without calling us first. Yeah. So we're here to answer all of your questions, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, especially tomorrow. If you have any questions, call us. Um, you can always email us to csatdspotproducts.com. It's our customer or, service. Or hit up the online chat. Hit up the online chat. Yeah, We'd that love comes to, to us as yeah, well. Yeah, it, it comes to the same guys you get on the phone. So. Yeah. Uh, in that case, thank you for watching. Make sure that you subscribe. We do this every Thursday at 3.15. Yes, and sir. in honor of the sale, peace out. Oh.
to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.